Hello and welcome to In Business Talks 2. We are thrilled to welcome you to our bonus episode, The Friday Fix. In our bonus episode, we will be discussing a business-related subject with either one of our wonderful In Business Networking members or a fellow business owner who will be sharing their advice, thoughts or knowledge on a particular topic. We're your hosts, Tracy and Ian Earl, founders of In Business, a networking and business support community. We host online and face-to-face events and we'd love to meet you, so why not come along? The link to book is in the show notes. This week's guest is James Robinson of Next Step Asset Finance Limited. And James is an independent broker with access to a large panel of lenders who offers his clients a high quality experience, combining the best rates, a fast service, high levels of support and peace of mind that the finance supports their business and its next steps. Whether new or used, he provides common sense solutions to any businesses of any size and in any sector in any UK location. So welcome to our Friday Fix today and uh, we have with us James Robinson of Next Step Asset Finance. Welcome James. Welcome James, good to have you with us. Lovely to see you, lovely to see you. So I suppose we should start by asking you uh, to tell us a little bit about yourself James, what is it that you do? So I'm an asset finance broker which involves financing equipment and vehicles and plant for businesses. So anything they're looking to buy new or used rather than spending that actual amount of money and taking it out of the business, we put it on a finance agreement across two, three, four, five years so that they're making a monthly payment rather than you're taking the cash out of the business and leaving cash flow um, exposed at times. Um, so that's that's what I do on, on the main. Uh, sometimes we get asked to take the money out of assets that business owns. owns. Um, so say an asset's still worth £50,000, they can release some of the cash out of that and put that back into the business for whatever they need, whether they're putting a new project together or developing new products and use that money for, for the new project. How, how do you sort of define asset finance then? Well, it, it fits within the business commercial finance sector. Um, but business commercial finance tends to get split into three categories. You tend to have the commercial finance brokers that do things like commercial mortgages, loans, uh, bridging, um, any development finance, things like that. Then you tend to have invoice finance, which is, is, is finance against any of the invoices that the business might have. Uh, and then you then you tend to get the third strand, which is asset finance, where businesses look to, to finance the equipment and the vehicles within the business themselves. Um, some brokers uh, do all three. Um, and but some specialize as well and i just specialize for the assets so anything you can touch within the business and i do mean anything so um i'm talking with somebody at the moment to do a restaurant fit out which involves the the tables the chairs the 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 bar area the bar itself uh, the cctv the telephony fire alarms anything like that that goes into the building uh, for, for the restaurant the up to large plant manufacturing um, lines, anything like that as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realise there were three separate strands to it. It didn't occur to me that. So thank you for clarifying <laughs> that. No, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> well, it's interesting that sometimes people just want to stick to what they want to do. Um, so I work with quite a few commercial brokers who just want to do what they do. They don't want to get involved in asset. Because out of the three, really, generally speaking, and it is generally speaking, assets quite fast-paced. So before 
COVID and people working from home, yeah, we, we, we could do a deal in two days. Yeah, um, right. It's about a week. Um, whereas, as you say, commercial mortgages can take months and months and oh, months. Yeah. Yeah, and you wait yeah. for the dreaded solicitors to get things processed and, and all that, whereas that doesn't happen for me. Yeah. I suppose they are quite different then, really. Mm. So, yeah. so when is it a good idea then to, to use asset finance? What might trigger you to, as a, a business owner to think, oh, I'd be better off doing some asset finance on this? What, what do you think might be the sort of drivers for that? Well, I think, I think that the key thing to point out that there's always a positive outcome that comes from it. Right. So if somebody's looking to, on, on a smaller scale, a, a cafe wants a new uh, coffee machine for, for say, £3,000, which is obviously a large purchase um, for, for a business of that size, instead of paying £3,000 out of cash flow uh, and it's gone, that's it, done and dusted, they could finance it over, over a couple of years so that there's a more of a manageable chunk going out every month. Yeah. So they get the benefit of the machine there and then, but not having to panic and, and like like's just happened now with COVID. If if the the pre COVID taken three thousand pounds out of the business, that money's gone. And and, and and then how do they survive when they close during COVID? Well, a, mo- a smaller monthly payment, let's say off the top of my head, let's say it's two hundred pounds, that's more manageable to, to deal with. Uh, and, and that's the, the good thing. I mean, if you scale that up as well and you've got a large business wanting 15 vans, 15 vans is a heck of a lot of money to yeah, fund business. Yeah. It's still a lot on a monthly payment, but relatively speaking, it, it's, more, it's more palatable. Um, and and that's, that's the thing to do. The, 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 other, the other way of looking at it as well, I, I deal with quite a few business owners who have a, a dream asset, something that's going to transform their business to make it more efficient, uh, more productive, and maybe to put in a new production into the business, something that they don't currently do. Um, and by financing the machine and getting it now, they get that, those benefits straight away. Um, some people say, oh, well, I'll save up. But it's like anything, isn't it? By the time you've saved up for something, the, the shiny, exciting thing you wanted then is not the shiny, exciting thing you want now because there's been an upgrade or there's a new development yeah. in the market. So or it's, it's got more expensive. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, especially at the moment. Um, so, so to get that asset, say on day one, it is better rather than saving up two years and, it, yeah. and it's not what you wanted and you've not got the benefits over that period of time as well from having, having that asset in the business. Yeah, I mean, people sort of think of being in debt as being a bad thing, don't they? You know, people sort of think, oh, don't want to get in debt. Some people yeah. like that, but it's this is debt in a good way good way isn't it it's yeah it's, it's, it's positive it's positive debt and i think the other thing that people forget as well is that lenders wouldn't lend them the money if they didn't think they could pay it back yeah so they're not getting into well, they are technically getting into debt but there's not a bad debt hanging over them it's uh, is this affordable and what's the business case for buying this asset well as happened years ago i i financed a machine that was very expensive but it replaced four members of staff. Well, the staffing monthly costs were higher than the monthly payments. So they got the efficient machine that was 10 times more productive than the staff, and they were actually saving money when they looked at the cost, the staffing cost versus the, the repayments. So these, the lenders have to do their due diligence and, and see whether it's, it's actually feasible as well and affordable, uh, and, it, and it works for the business. So really... They are getting into debt, but lenders wouldn't let them get into a bad situation from day one. 
So there are a lot of benefits to to getting asset finance, aren't there? Yeah, well, like I said earlier on, there's always a positive outcome associated with it, always, um, which is which is nice. So what should people think about then before they sort of um, go down this route? What are sort of the typical questions might people ask you that people, you know, what, what should the thought process be? Um, people always ask about rate, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is key because that's... How much that's, is it going to cost? How, yeah, yeah, how much is it going to cost? Um, and, and, and that's something to bear in mind but also the the affordability and, and budgeting. So I like to get involved with a customer in a purchase early doors. So if they say, we're looking to do this, um, can you give us some indicative figures? And then we can work it into, is this going to work? So you're planning to do project X, by financing this asset, what's it going to bring into the business and, 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 and how, how can it have an impact? So it becomes part of the budgeting process uh, and that's where the customers get the best sort of value because they can they can budget, um, and sometimes it's cheaper than they think. So, if they've got a, a three-stage process in in mind and they're wanting to do stage one now, well, sometimes you can actually do stage one and two, or stage one, two, and three if they finance it, uh, which gets them the wins from from now rather than in in, in a few months' time. So, um, I think. Flipping it on its head, what you, you asked me, and it's what I ask the customer, um, where does this purchase fit in? Why, why are you buying it? What, what's it going to bring to the business? Um, and and that's, that's where there's more power in, in, the, in the conversation in, in terms of me finding out what it's going to do and why it's going to be there. Sometimes it's something as simple as we've got a van and we want to replace it. Well, that is what it is. But on, on larger projects or pieces of kit, it, it, it's a nice opportunity to find out where things where things are going uh, and why. And I suppose over your time of doing this as well, you'll have seen you'll have seen some good examples. Can, can you give us an example? It's been a really successful thing. They've, they've gone for asset finance, and now they're doing really. I mean, obviously without naming names, but uh, yeah, in what yeah. industry or sector or whatever. What is it that's you know? Kept... I, I, one customer in particular who had got a lot of assets on hire, long term hire, and. Uh, looking to grow the business and and we just had a, a chance conversation that you've got all these assets that you're paying for every month and we looked at higher costs versus financing um, and we were saving or we could have saved the customer over £6,000 a month wow. um, just by them buying them and putting on a finance agreement rather than, than paying the rentals. Yeah. So yeah, you've got those assets as well in your business then at the end if you do decide to sell it those assets are yours, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, again, another positive conversation. A customer of mine has plans to sell the business in the next five years and thought, well, I need to get clear all the finance off before I look to sell the business because then there's no debt going with the business. Um, and we had the conversation, yeah, but then all your assets, because it changes them regularly, will be old. So they'll be buying a business with old assets that they'll yeah. need to replace. So actually, the debt's not a bad thing um, because you've got relatively modern assets in the business that will be attractive to somebody buying it. Um, so again, I think the, the, the thing that I like is, is not to have a transactional conversation with customers. It's to find out what's going on, uh, what their plans are in the next 12, 18 months, maybe two years. Uh, to see where things fit in and what 
so we can structure things so it, it suits them better. Um, I hate the transactional nature of things because you never get to know people and how the business yeah. works and, mm-hmm. and see what they do. I like to get in, go and see them, get Ivy's on walk round and, and, and yeah. what yeah. makes Get involved sense. sort of thing, yeah. Get involved, yeah. yeah. Because the, the, the other thing is as well, from a from a, a non-finance point of view, you can go around somebody's warehouse and find out that they're still using strip lights and say, well, energy prices are going up. Why are you still using strip lights? They're mega expensive. Have you thought about LED, for example? Not to benefit me in any way, but just to look at helping the customer in other ways. Um, and as you both know, I do quite a lot of networking, so I know people who do LEDs are saving money on printing and things like that and if i can help a customer in another way it's not benefiting me but it's just helping that sort of know like and trust relationship with the customer um as as a trusted i won't say advisor but a trusted critical partner if you like yeah well it's it's nice that they know that you're trying to help them you're not you know you're you're doing things for for them you're not you're not in it just for you it's you know it's well from a pure pure Purely selfish point of view, I'd rather spend that time working with a customer to develop that relationship than spend that time trying to find a new customer um, yeah. and, and, and trying to get new customers all the time. In, in 10 years' time, I'd like to build up a base of, say, 200 customers that regularly come back and that I can work with and, and we know each other and how each other works. Um, yeah. Sounds a bit like a holistic approach that you've got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, when I first started, when I worked previously, I had a, a meeting with a guy, and he said, "Oh, I said, um, I know what's going to happen here." He said, "You're going to give me some good, good rates for the first probably six months. Then you'll get greedy and you'll put your rates up, uh, and then I'll, I'll work out that you're more expensive, and I'll go somewhere else." He says, "That's how it works." He said, "So we'll we'll go forward on the basis that that's going to happen." Um, and eight, well, six, seven years on now, um, I was sat in his office and somebody rung me up and says, oh, um, I'm sorry, I can't answer the phone. I'm speaking to my finance broker. And it just made me giggle because I thought I've, I've actually managed to prove to him that that is yeah. going to happen. He's going to get the best rate I can get him every time because I want to be there for the long haul. Um, and it, it made me giggle because I thought, hmm, Rewind seven years ago, you, you'd have never said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Yeah. Uh... Is, is there a particular sector or industry or whatever that's that's um, better than others for sort of asset finance? Yeah, that yeah. But there are there are some. Uh, so if, as you as you'd imagine, uh, construction's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because they need they need the kit um, and and this big kit. Um, haulage is good. Couriers. I've got a few customers that are couriers. Um, uh, manufacturing uh, and engineering, they're, they're usually good. The really sexy one I find, and, and it probably sounds a little bit weird, is drainage. <laughs> it does sound weird. I must admit. Yeah, very weird. Weird. So if you see a drainage tanker going down the road, they're very, very expensive, but yeah, perform yeah. fantastic jobs uh, and they're good revenue earners for, for drainage customs as well. Right. Um, the, the, the transit vans going around that say drainage on the side, what you don't realise the amount of kit that's in there, and the sometimes they do a so the front of the van will be the cab as you'd expect. Then they'll do a middle section, which is like a control room with a computer in there and a and a screen showing what's on the camera yeah. of the hole that's gone in the drain in the drain. So that the manual that robotically controlling that as it's going through the drains. 
Um, then the back bit's the dirty end where they keep all the, the, the rods and the, the, the moles and stuff that go underground. But those have to be explosion explosive proof because of gas buildup. Right. So when you work out the, the ah. changing uh, basic transit van, or other vans are available, yeah. um, into, into a drainage van, you've got the fit out to change it into a, a three-section vehicle yeah. and the kit that goes in it. That van can be worth £80,000 from from day one um so they are very expensive uh, but but key to, to businesses uh, doing drainage if they're doing it from the other side and it's not just the finding the the leaks and and, and the, the damage the, the jetting units in the back can be quite expensive for the high power, power power jetting to clear the drains out so uh so drainage is quite a, a sexy sector when it comes to asset finance <laughs> I think I wonder if James knows about these yeah. people. Yeah, I'll keep my eye up now, James. I'll watch out for that for you. Yeah. So are there any things that people need to be aware of before they take on asset finance? You know, are there any precautions they should take? There are things that can crop up as part of asset finance. So um, some lenders will accept the deal on the basis that the directors give a, a guarantee uh, on this agreement. So what that would mean is if the business, the limited company, for example, can't, um, make the payments that the director then will become liable uh, for the payments and, and people sign guarantees on that basis. Um, that's something to be aware of and that's often at, the lender will say we'll accept the deal on the proviso that the guarantee is available. So that, that discussion does take place before the agreement comes into place. Um, what I would say is for people looking at agreements and this tends to be, um, or the, I've seen it in car finance agreements but sometimes the the dealer will put a variable rate on the deal um, rather than a fixed people don't always spot that so yeah the rate might look good now but as we've seen the base rates gone up and therefore on a variable rate agreement that the rate goes up so what you're paying from day one isn't what you're paying at the end of the agreement um, whereas 100% of the agreements I've ever done have always been fixed rate so the customer knows that that's the payment and it always will be. There's, um, there's, a, there's a documentation fee up front and that changes from lender to lender. Um, there's usually a, around the £30 annual admin fee on, on the agreement as well. And at the end on a higher purchase, if the customer wants to own the asset at the end, they, they pay a fee again, dictated by the lender, usually around £100 to, to own the asset at the end. Um, but there are no massive pitfalls um, and unlike a mortgage, if you want to finish the agreement early, settle it off early, there isn't a, a penalty added on there. Oh, right. You can just pay it off, can you? Yeah. yeah. So, so if, if, you, if you're three years into a mortgage in a great agreement and you want to settle it off, there's usually, what, 5 6% fee to, to settle it off. Um, whereas with an asset of finance agreement, there isn't. You just apply for a settlement figure from the lender and they say what they feel the customer owes at that time and happy with it to pay it mm. there's no extra fee added yeah, mm. yeah. good interesting yeah oh, some great uh, great stuff some good there. stuff yeah thank you for that um if people want to get in touch with you uh, james to find out more about what you do or even maybe use your services what what's the best way um phone's usually the best because we can <laughs> right. Uh, right. email you end up you, you don't get the full yeah, phone's always the best, or just arranging for me to go out and have a coffee, see the customers. That that's that works better for me. 
customers happy in their own environment and, and they explain how it works. And... We've got all your links, so we'll put those in the show notes yeah. uh, for people to find so they can find you if they're thinking of uh, investing in something. And, um... Just say your phone number, just to people don't... You know, they want... It's, uh, it's 07703 Excellent, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes as well, but just so people have got it to just, to just listen and want to give you a quick call because you never know, they might be desperate to buy some equipment and want to get onto you straight away, hopes are. Well, I think that's, uh, that's been a really good explanation of how <clears throat> how to use asset finance and how it benefits your business. So uh, thank you very much for that, James. It's been really, really great talking to you. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it's been good. Thank you. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll say goodbye and um, wish you all the best. Yeah, take care, James. See you soon. Bye. We're almost at the end of this week's show, but just as a reminder before we go, don't forget to book your place at one of our online or face-to-face networking events where you can meet some great business owners and build those business relationships. We believe the best business comes from the best relationships. The link is in the show notes. We'd also like to mention our books which are available on Amazon. How to Improve Your Business Networking Skills, 52 Tips to Help You With Your Networking. We've also got our Notably Networking One-to-One Networking Notebook, a place to keep all your notes from those follow-up one-to-ones. And last but not least, our 90 Days to Your Success Journal, where you can plan, set and plot the actions you will take to achieve your goals. So thank you so much for joining us this week on In Business Talks to Friday Fix. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, all that we ask is that you simply tell a friend about the show. And please follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. We'd really appreciate it. Until next time, this is Ian and Tracy. And together, we we are in business. business. Goodbye. Goodbye.